Shalom Echem Rabbi Sai. This week's parasha, we begin reading Sefer Dvar. The Bira tells us that we try to have the parish of Dvarim always read before Tisha B'Av. As we find in the parish of Dvarim, that uh, the parish starts a little bit different. Hashem tells Moshe to, to, to speak to Chai Yisrael. It doesn't start off with the standard by Dabba Hashem and Moshe Leymar. But it starts off with The Rashi answers the question, why over here wasn't it the regular command of the Yedab HaMashem Moshe to speak to the Prime Israel? So Rashi says, At this point, Moshe Ben, before his Ptira, was giving Teichacha, he was giving Musa to Chal Yisrael, all these things that are mentioned in the Pasuk, Midbar, Arava, Malsuf, Beinpard, Beintaifuk, Lav, Mechatzeres, Mizahav, were all alluding to different places where Chal Yisrael angered Hashem. Therefore, it, was, it wasn't spoken out clearly. Beskim, Berem, is the only hint to those things. And why? So since this was a Makkum where, where Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't just being Mitzavah Klal Yisrael, but he was given Teichacha, therefore he uses a different notion of Elah HaDvarim, Ashadiba Moshe HaKol Yisrael. Now it's interesting that most of the things that Moshe Rabbeinu talks about are talked about with Erech Remes, just hinting to it. But right afterwards, right to <laughs> how can I uphold and carry by myself all your tirchas and the weight that you give on me? And then Moshe Rabbeinu starts going right at the minagiz that we read that with the nigun of Megillas Eicha. And right after that, Moshe Rabbeinu goes on giving them very straight musr about the chet of Miragli. Right? How I told you the and people to look at Eretz Yisrael and how they spoke, about, they spoke bad about Eretz Yisrael. Now, why is it there specifically that the Torah goes out of its way to go ahead and uh, Moshe Ben goes out of his way to say very explicitly about the Chet of the Miraculum if the, if the Torah the Muslim was supposed to be the Shum Kfaydin Shakal Yisrael in the way of of uh, privacy, in the way of hinting and not speaking directly, why when it came to the Chet of the Chet of Miraculum the Moshe Rabbeinu will speak about it at length. Secondly, why is it so important that this parsha has to be read, like the Chavot Chaim says in the Bialacha, before Tisha B'Av, why is that so important? Now, <clears throat> the Maisa, we know that the Chet of the Chet of Miraglim was something which was very, very serious. Like we see over here, the Moshe Rabbeinu spoke about that explicitly. And we know that the night that that happened was on Tisha B'Av. The day that that happened, the, the, the day that that happened was on Tisha B'av. And the Gemara says, the second passage that we read in Megillah Seicha, So the Gemara in Sanhedrin says, Al iske laila. It's referring to It's referring to what happened at night. Shanema, like it says in the passage, Batisa kol ha'edav That when the Ragam came back and they spoke about Eretz Yisrael, the whole Chai Yisrael began to cry. That night, 
when this happened, the day that it happened, the night that it happened, was Tisha B'Av, Amalem HaKadosh Baruch Yisrael, Atem Mechiseh Mechiyah Shalchina. You cried, a Bechiyah cry uh, for nothing, because of the, the Maitzi Shem, the Maitzi Shem, or the Lashon Har that was spoken about Eretz Yisrael. And I'm going to set this day to be a day for you to be crying for generations, and that's the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. That's what Gemara tells us. Now we also know something about these Shabbosim, that the way that we divide after after Shabbosim the Tammuz, the three Shabbosim that we have before Tisha B'Av are called Tlasa the Puranusa, where they speak about the different Puranus and the different difficulties where Yemiah and Navi and Yeshar and Navi are giving Techacha to Klal Yisrael about the different things that were happening in Klal Yisrael, which were causing the Chorbin. And afterwards, we have the Shiva the Nechemta, the seven weeks of Necham of comfort. We start with Nachamu, Nachamu Ami, and that carries us straight till we come to Tishabav. Now, what's very, what is it that's very special about these three specific Haftarahs that we read? Now, we know that the first week we read the, from Yermiyah, Divrei Yermiyah, Menchilkiyah. And then the second week we read in Yermiyah, Shimud Vahashem, Beis Yaakov. And the third week, which is this week, Shabbos Chazayin, we read Chazayin Yishayel Ben Amoitz. Now Divrei is something that happens with the Peh. Shimu is something that happens with the ears. Chazayin is when you see with our eyes. So if Yadis and Abshid says, from these two Haftarahs we see things that have to do with the Peh, Aizen, Ba'ayin. The Peh is when we say Divrei, Aizen, Ba'ishimu, and Ayin with, with the Chazoy. Now what's the reason for that? Because this connects with the Chet of the Chet of the Veraglim, which happened on Tishabov. And the Chet of Veraglim, right, that started off with the Peh. And then afterwards when Pah Yisrael listened, that was with the ear. And then the Bechia, the crying that happened afterwards with the night, that was with the eye. And therefore, all of these Haftaras are alluding to that Chet of the Chet of Meraglim. And, and, that's, and there each one is coming with the Teichach, it was being heard for them that there should be some type of a Tikkun for us to be able to come to, to be able to be attacking what happened during these Tkufas over here. Now, <clears throat> What is it exactly with this pet and iron, right, that we are trying to get a message to over here? So now, we're going to go off for a second, giving a little bit of an understanding about Megillus Eicha. Where did Megillus Eicha come from? In Paraklam Vav, in Yermia, so Navi Yermia was, was imprisoned, and the Baruch wanted um wanted Yermia to be able to write on a, a, a Megillah and send it out to Klal Yisrael, to, to those in Yisrael and Yehuda, to be able to, I mean, Yoakim was the Melech at that point. And he sent out, he told Yermia that I want you to send out a Megillah, a scroll, that's going to be letting Klal Yisrael know about the seriousness of the situation and about the, that if they don't fix their ways, then, then, they're gonna, then there's going to be something terrible that will end up happening. And Yemiyanov, he couldn't go himself to bring it out, so he called Baruch ben he called him in, and he, he had, he dictated to him exactly what to write on the scroll. And then Baruch ben went, and he, he, which was the Megillus Eicha, missing Perik Gimel. 
And Gil's Eich was very interesting, very unique. It was all written, pointed letters of the Aleph base. And each one of the Prakim had 22, 22 psukim in correspondence to the Aleph base of the Torah. Just to, to let them know the, the different chatarim that were done and the, reason, and the things that were coming out uh, and how the, the disrespect of the letters of the Torah, letters of the Torah, all different reasons why it was put in that order through the Aleph base. So the Book of Mark tells us <coughs> that uh, the, the Navi tells us so he had him write out all the psukim, and then he sent him to go and to read it in front of Klal Yisrael. And when they started hearing it, they got very, very nervous about it. And they uh, they took this, they took the they asked him to bring the scroll, and they brought it in front of, you know, Yehuda, in front of Yoyakim, Melech Yehuda. And then it was brought in front of him, and I'm, I'm skipping parts of the parak over here. And it came in front of him, and he started to read the psukim to him. He started to read the psukim of Eicha to him. And when he read the first pasuk in, of Eicha, the second pasuk of Lachaitiv Keh, the third pasuk of Galsi Yehuda, and then the fourth pasuk of Darchei Tzion Avelos, right? So Yoyakim listened and he didn't respond. And the uh, explained because he kept hearing at that point that <clears throat> that although there's going to be challenging things that are going to happen to Klai Yisrael, but I'll still be able to be the king. I'm the king of Yehuda over here, and I'm going to be the Melech over here. Okay, so I won't have as much of a kingdom. Therefore, he, it didn't shake him up as much. When they got to the fifth Pasuk of Hayu Tzarel that the enemies will take over and be ruling over the over the over Klai Yisrael, and he realized that he's going to lose his chance of being the Melech, then he interacted. And he took and cut up the Megillah, and he had the whole thing burnt in some type of a fireplace that they had over there. And you, and Yoyakum was punished for that tremendously. Uh, he was told that he's going to, you know, his 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 uh, the veil of his body will be going over into the in, in, into the fires, and there will be Hemshech from his children coming out to to Malchus. And at that point, Baruch Ben came back. And then they wrote over, they wrote, Rabbi Yarnavi wrote, wrote over <coughs> Megillus Eichan, added a whole Perik, which is Perik Shlishi. And he, and in Perik Shlishi was different than the other Prakim. The other Prakim, like we said before, there were 22 Psukim all in the water of the Aleph base. By Perik Shlishi, he doesn't start off with Eichan, starts with Aniyah Gever. And there he did three times each letter of the Aleph base. Now, something different between Perik Beis, Gimel, and Dalid, then Perik, Perik Aleph. Perik Aleph, it goes exactly according to the order of the Aleph Beis. And when it gets, gets the Ayin and Pei, usually Ayin comes before Pei. In Perik Beis, Shlishi Viravi, it goes the opposite order. Pei comes in front of Ayin. Pei comes in front of Ayin. So the question is, why is that? Why did they, why did they go out of, out of order over there? Why did they go out of the order over there? So now the, <clears throat> the Gemara um, also says, the Gemara in Sanhedrin says, Why was the pay brought before, before the ayin? So Gemara answers, Because of the mice of the Miraglim. That they said with their mouths what they didn't see with their eyes. So since they spoke first with their mouths what they didn't see with their eyes, the pay came before the ayin, 
So therefore, that's why the pay comes before the letter ayin inside inside the psukim of eicha. <coughs> the first parak would have to be according to the regular order, just to put it in the regular order to show that ayin comes before pay, and then afterwards to stress this point to show you there's some reason why we're putting the pay before the ayin <coughs> to allude and to hint to the meisim which also happened on Tishaba. which happened on Tishaba. Now, what does this mean to say? And the Gemara tells us. What does that mean? So it sounds like you would say that it means that they lied. They said with their mouths what they didn't see with their eyes. Their eyes didn't see what they what they said. They lied. But we, when you look at the, at the different places where it talks about the chetim and the chetim and it doesn't talk about, it talks about Moshim it talks about the lacking the moon, lacking all the types of things. It doesn't stress the Nakuda of the Sheker that was there. So what was the reason why we the Gemara tells us over here this lesson of what's the pshat? So then Yaakov explains like this. That one of the reasons why the Raglim Khaitiv was they they were the Murag, they were Nasim, and they were afraid that once they come into Eretz Israel, that they're going to lose their chance to be able to be, continue to be the Nasim. And that was a Khisan in their Amuna. That, 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 you know, realizing what the position is when they come to Eretz Yisrael, and they try to outsmart the system by trying to see that they're going to be able to maintain and to keep their position. So when they went into Eretz Yisrael, even before they even saw anything, they already had a, a negative uh, look and a negative eye on what they were, what they were going to look at and see in Eretz Yisrael, and therefore they already had plans out in their, in, their, in, their, in their plans to already say something not exactly based on what the truth might be, not, not necessarily to lie, but, but because they, they, to exaggerate or to change it, but they, they already had it in their mindset beforehand. So the pair of what they planned to say came before the eye where they even got a chance to see what they had to see. Once their mindset was that we are out to get things and we want to maintain our things, so now we're not looking with the proper eye, then they imagined and they saw what they wanted to see and to be able to see it. Like we, saw, like we spoke about, as we talked about in Pasha Shlach, how many of the things that they saw were really things that they that were, that, that were happening in Eretz Yisrael. Just they interpreted it the way that they wanted to interpret it. Why did they interpret it? Why did their eye, was their eye allowed to see it the way they wanted to see it? Why was it with an eye raw, with a bad eye and seeing it in every negative way? Because their pair was already decided before they walked into Eretz Yisrael to say something negatively. And therefore, once they had that hagash on them, they came. They said the wrong thing, but they, they, they misinterpreted or mis- didn't describe properly what exactly they saw with their eyes. And that was the chet of the chet And that's really the yisait, the sinashina. When a person isn't looking to see the good in something, he's already looking to find the negative point, to find something not positive over there, he sees it the way he does, interprets it the way he does, and starts to talk. And that's one of the this of what a person has to be able to build over here is, is to think before we talk, to see what's there. Our person has to realize, right? The words that we bring out of our mouth, it can make a difference, of, it can sometimes be a difference of life and death. And if we go ahead and we use our mouth properly and we speak properly and we, and we, and we look to see first and to be able to see the good in things, that holds us back from being able to come to a Chol Mesamikdash. And that's why it's so important for us to read the Pasha of the Meraglim, where Moshe Rabbeinu gives the Techachot to the Meraglim. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu stressed the Techachot to the Meraglim explicitly more than anything else. 
because of the severity of this being the thing that caused Chorba Mesa Mikdash. And that's why it's so important for us to be able to have these three Avtairis of the Peh, the Oizen, and the Ayin, of which were the things that were Gairim, the Chetam Raglim, which led to the Chorba Mesa Mikdash. And if we're Mechazik, our Peh, our mouths, and being careful what we say, and we're Mechazik, our ears, and on what we hear and how we listen and how we interpret things, and we're Mechazik, our eyes, how we see things properly, and as Hashem, that will give us the spurs to be able to come instead of sitting this year Bavelus on Tishabav to be able to come to the Bniyas Pesa Mikdash from Herav Amen. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos. Nicole.